said good. I'm Karina. And right next to me is my dear friend, Emma. And we're on a mission to stop bad work stories. You know, work doesn't need to be a place of drama and suffering. You know, it can honestly be a place of joy, collaboration, great energy and play. So on this podcast, we take everyday, you know, interesting bad, quote-unquote, situations, dramatic situations, and apply tried and true strategies and kind strategies to help you work through them. You know, take what resonates from what Emma and I say and put that in your toolkit and let us know how you get on. So if you're new to our channel, we have quite a large inventory. I think this is about episode 38, so you can go back and find out a topic that you're really interested in and check it out. And we're also, if you're listening to us as you go for a walk, or um, driving in the car, please be safe. Um, We're also on YouTube. So if you'd like to listen to this and see us and um, that's, you know, you prefer to do that, check us out. Is there anything else you'd like to add there, Emma, before we kick off? No, just just join us. We're we're on a mission, so come on board. (laughs) We're on a mission. Stop those bad work stories. Cool. All right, Emma, welcome. How are you today? Oh, I'm all right. I'm, I, you know, it's spring here in New Zealand, so it's kind of like that sinusy or hay fevery season. So if I sound a little more nasally than normal, my Kiwi accent's gone a bit more, a bit more droop and uh, yeah, I might be deaf as well, something like that. But anyway, I'm good. Other than that, it's feeling warmer here. So, and how about you? How how is life treating you at the moment? The, like it's it's. I mean, it's officially autumn in Europe. And it was like 32 degrees today. So I ain't happening, no way, right? <laughs> so, uh, so enjoying the enjoying all the blessings and gifts of the sunshine and uh, feeling very blessed. So, um, yeah. That's good. Very good. So what's our bad work story this week? So our bad work story this week is I thought let's reflect on you know, something I come across a lot with coaching clients and, you know, I'm curious, Emma, if you have this happen to you too, is that, you know, that the this is kind of like this push-through mentality, right, this resistance to kind of relax and take breaks. And it's like whether it's back-to-back meetings, working on a project, you know, this like go hard and push through, you know, um, to and people ending up exhausted, grumpy, feeling depressed, and, of course, on on route to to burnout. And the thing that's kind of curious to me is with all the wellness and mental health and physical health information around, it's still really, you know, that's what kind of like the bad work story piece of it is like it's still really hard to break that cycle and do something different given all the knowledge that we have today. Is that something that you're seeing, you know, come up in your work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what, it's a real, it's, it's really bizarre because often people are saying to me, why are we still doing this? It's almost like, yeah, here's your wellness seminar, go and do that. Now get back to it. And it's almost like, you know, there's this two streams of, um, of mindset going on in, in a business. We need to be, you know, HR is saying, you know, we definitely need this wellness. We definitely need all this. So all these tools and, and you know, resources are becoming available, which is fabulous. Mm. And then there is still, but the work has got to be done and you've got to wear this badge of honour of working hard, being exhausted, 
And, you know, a lot of my friends are, are checking out, and I know we may be in an aging stage, but a lot of them are saying, I just can't be bothered with this any longer. I, I want some life. So it's like parallel universes existing. So, yeah. How are we going to make it good? <laughs> How are we going to make it good? Well, here we go. So one thing I was thinking to kick that off would be it's kind of like we need a completely paradigm shift, right, because culturally the belief is, is you know, that's why I like it's so strong, right? You know, like we've all been brought up on this, you know, time and input-based thinking. You know, you're in the office or at your desk where you're working for time or in the office for a certain amount of time and that equals results. Where, yeah. you know, if you've been a freelancer or a contractor or even working from home you know, through, you know, the past couple of years, we know that that can be different, you know, that we can move to more of an output-based, autonomous um, way of working that frees up, you know, big chunks of time through our day to actually, you know, connect into our whole person, connect into our health, connect into things that bring us joy and bring us energy. But that is a, it's a, you know, it's a mind shift and a, like a physical habit shift that a lot of people yeah. are struggling to make. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, time is the, the tick, tick, tick clock, you know, working, mm -hmm. working to a time base is really a very old fashioned, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they used to check in, check out. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, totally. Like, literally like that. So, you know, we actually um, can use time in a much more creative and imaginative way. You know, and we can have bands of work. We can have, um, you know, some of us are, owl, are owls and, and like to work in the evening, as, as my darling uh, collaborator, Karina, is there in the evening. I am a lark. I'm a morning person. I love to be up in the morning. My energy's best um, for doing a lot of things in the morning. So, you know, we've got to learn to work with what works for us mm -hmm. and then access in because because we will get so much more done when we're working the way that works well for us mm. so i think first is, is get time on your side mm. understand mm. your own rhythms understand your own energy levels at different times of the day um and then i would say share that with your managers and your teams you know if you're a leader and you know you really want to have uh you know work in with your team when is the best time to have a one-on-one? -on -one? When is the best time to get together to work, you know, creatively to solve problems? Um, so I'd say, yeah, use time to to you know, your benefit rather than as a master mm -hmm. to beat you into submission. <laughs> totally. And a couple of a couple of things came up when you were saying that. One was bending time. You know, we have that ability through you know what we know about flow science to actually bend time, right? you know. So, yeah. you know, if you're listening, you know, I'm sure everyone listening can think of, you know, like times when you've, you've kind of, you know, you're doing something and then suddenly you look up and go, wow, where did the time go? You know, you, you didn't go to the loo, your coffee's cold, you know, the, the clock has moved and you think, wow, you know. So, you know, that's an example of micro flow or getting into the deep now where you have no sense. Time and you've done an incredible amount of work in a very short space of time. So it's kind of like in the facilitation field, we talk about, you know, Kronos and Kairos and, you know, like, you know, different forms of time and when the time is right and how time passes. So 
But in the old paradigm of work or this traditional one, we're used to linear time, you know, chronological time, you know, yeah. that going through. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, anyone loved the film The Airbender was well, like you can be a time bender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And I think, you know, yeah. that responsibility is for us. And I think if people are, you know, and it's hard because if you're, if you're waiting for your workplace to do it, um, maybe you work in a very innovative workplace and there'll be a very strong energy around that, which is fantastic. To, to try different things. But I think in a lot of um, corporate, particularly corporate environments, the, um, you know, you need to be the innovator of this. You need to take charge of your own, like, you know, your own energy, your own productivity, your own way of doing this. And, and you know, if you can make that fun and curious and go on an exploration with your teammates, fantastic. And when you were talking about time as well, Em, you know, like I was thinking, core time in a team you know like yeah you know lots of listeners might actually be already in that experience where you know maybe it's from 10 to 2 where you have core team hours or or whatever works yeah. for you where that's when everyone is online or that's when everyone is uh, it's meeting free time or that is when you actually have your team meetings or you know like you're, you're really purposeful and respectful of different you know, like uh, there's different, um, what's the word, there's different purposes for the time yeah. together. I think that's a great idea. And I think that, you know, you know that that interaction time's available. It gives you either side, as I say, you know, to do the deep work um, and yeah. to do the solo work. Um, so I think, you know, really um, having a core time zone for the interaction piece, um, that's awesome. And, and to be available in those times. Yeah, yeah totally. And, you know, subject very close to our hearts and, and and we've spoken, you know, if you're a regular listener to our channel, you'll know that we do speak about the basics, the physiological basics of energy. You know, we're talking yeah. about sleep, we're talking about your nutrition, we're talking about hydration, we're talking about movement, we're talking about social. You know, these being the five key pillars and, and nature, of course, being another one, like, you know, moving in nature, you know, are just so important for our physical and mental well-being, you know. Totally. I mean, you know, my, my mantra is sleep well, eat well, move well, connect well, then you will basically achieve well. So, I mean, it's Ooh, like wow. that is the, the equation. It's wow. like, you know, it flows into that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, those of you who have listened to me know that sleep was my problem. I used to think that, you know, sleeping for five hours a night was my superpower. Um, I discovered, thankfully, over COVID that it was actually, a, you know, a, a bad thing. And it was probably, you know, detrimental to my health, my well-being, my performance, um, and I've cracked it. And now, you know, I don't say that I am, uh, you know, completely recovered insomniac. Um, I can have my nights where, you know, I will be awake and my brain can run, but I now have a lot more mechanisms and, um, you know, understand sleep so much more and mm-hmm. how foundational it is to our performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just, yeah, my general, my general well-being. Um, I know that yesterday I had, you know, I had a, I had to push through because I had a, a bad sleep day, a night um, before, so I had to manage my energy again and um, and make sure that I was prepared and well 
organized for a good night's sleep last night, which I had. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that mantra. And, again, you know, people listening, you know what it's like when you don't sleep well. Like anyone with young children or not, anyone who has a health issue going on, you know, in the family or yourself, any, any, you know, any woman going through menopause right now, you, you know how the sleep is impacting everything. You know, and it's um yeah. So you know, thanks for sharing that. Same if you've got yeah, if you've got young children in the family and babies, and you know, you know that you're up and down in the night to attend to little ones. You know, it's it's it messes with you. <laughs> it messes, you know. And then you know, and how we and I know my one, like your one was sleep, and mine was definitely sleep through um through menopause because you know before that I thought I was just you know like I you know my superpower was just working all the time and course I burnt myself up Um, but my big one has been movement and movement outside and you know I was kind of like you know I could I could sit and just power through myself you know and um and and you know originally saw kind of movement as a bit of a weakness like you have to take a break knowing that I can power through but of course that was completely old thinking you know, and my own experience, you know, now is, you know, the stronger I am, the fitter I am, the more connected to nature, the more I have the breaks and deliberate breaks in my day, the better and sharper my mind is, you know, my emotional regulation, you know, my kindness to myself, you know, in the head as well as to others. I mean, everything flows, you know, and and it's fun, you know, so and we know from the science, you know, around, um, you know, people are into flow and high performance. You know, if you remember or if you're curious, you know, um, the, the flow cycle. And in the flow cycle, so being a flow is not, you know, in or out of the zone. Flow cycle is a four-step process of which one of them is called release, which means you have to let go. You know, we're working on something, we're getting into it, it's getting a bit frustrating, you know, we're, we're diving in, we're doing it, doing it, doing it, and then... Either we give up or we get distracted or we need just to take a break and move into movement, move into a release. You know, the famous story is Einstein, you know, paddling out. Apparently he used to pad, you know, row. He used to love to row. So that's rhythmic, you know, rowing, kind yeah. of meditative into the middle of Lake Geneva. And apparently he couldn't swim, right? <laughs> so the lifeguards used to be on high alert. When Pretty Einstein brave. There's <laughs> Professor Einstein in the middle of the lake. He's <laughs> out. <laughs> And, you know, there's, there's loads of beautiful stories around, like, you know, big writers used to, you know, you go home and take a shower. I mean, we, you know this, right? You know, I mean, I, I do it. Like, I know that if I'm sitting at my desk or sitting at my computer and suddenly I'm, I'm stuck, that the first thing I need to do is actually get outside um, and, you know, go for a walk. Um, and it's the same with teams. Like, often when a team is, and, and, you know, in an office space, take a walking meeting grab everyone and go or you know grab the people who are you're working with if you're in a meeting yeah. and things seem a bit in deadlock go hey guys let's move and um oh. stand up and walk outside it doesn't matter go around the block go around the block <laughs> and you know you would be surprised a five minute break with some movement in it will actually clear things up and you'll have a different perspective guaranteed oh I mean, in in, in the you know, in our facilitation, Donya, we talk about shifting levels. You know, um, both Emma and I are trained in his energy approach to facilitation, and you know, we call this shifting levels. And this is, you know, you know, like it might not be your cup of tea, but it's like energizes. 
you know, dancing, movement, you know, bringing that energy in, you know, new energy replacing old Celebration, you know, celebration cracks the energy as well. We've talked a bit about this, but again, you know, any mini milestone, even if you have a breakthrough, right, you know, we talked about it, every sort of micro moment to celebrate, to go, wow, you know, something just happened, woo, you know, let's let that energy out, let's do a high five, let's, you know, dance, let's let's jump for joy. Yeah. Um, a stretch, be surprised. Like, you know, I'm doing right now, you know, it's like yeah. moving the body and connecting in, you know, like, you know, like, you know, the head has its use, but it is also really helpful to spend, you know, just actually get into our bodies and, you know, hence the, you know, we talk about embodied coaching or embodied movement. You know, we want to connect in to the different, you know, intelligences in our body, right, you know, which is not all in here, you know, the heart, super strong, loads of loads of um, information and intelligence here and, of course, in our gut. Right, but if we're you know we're sitting the whole time and just pushing yep. through, and you know you may have, like people might have heard or this you know this little um, not a not a particularly positive mantra, but it's an interesting mantra which is sitting is the new smoking, you know, and it's like what do you mean by that? Well, this is even from the Mayo Clinic, right? So sitting for eight to ten hours a day, right, powering through is equivalent to the risk of smoking a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Now, you know, like, no, right? So you've got to get up. So their, their um, thing is every five minutes, the recommendation from the professors there wow. is every five minutes you need to get up and move. And, of course, wow. In- well, we've been sitting for too long, haven't we? Exactly. <laughs> Just now. Well, right now it's like yeah. So I'm I'm standing, you know, or I'm at a standing desk, um, and I, I'm pre- I'm stretching. I am sitting, and I have been sitting for more than five minutes now. But oh, oh I'm gonna stretch now just to get some energy and some blood flowing. So yeah, yeah. you know, and, and like all of that, that that good stuff, you know, coming through. So um, yeah. So if we, you know, like I'm thinking, like getting back to where we started, you know, like. Well, I, I just wanted to talk about connection. I wanted to talk oh. about social as part of that because you know it's it's again <laughs> one of my favourites. Sorry, just before we get back to the beginning, let's 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 end on social yeah. connection because um, that's a big thing for me. And you know, working from home predominantly, I do get isolated. I'm a very social person. I I, I do get stuck. Mm. Um, so I have a ritual of my coffee shop and my coffee shop people um and it doesn't matter they're new every day they're also it's also a joy because my daughter runs the coffee business so (laughs) so I get to see her but um I bump into different people I have different conversations different ideas um flow I always feel energized and um to be honest I really think that a lot of our working from home now our hybrid working the isolation is is huge for many people. I think a lot of people, you know, through the the whole COVID thing, have either got stuck and they're slowly reworking connection. And although online connection is good, don't get me wrong, um, I did want to say that it's now been four years since I've seen Karina in person. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Now I know I. 
I know this anniversary because it's actually the anniversary of my father-in-law dying and we were together in the UK when my father-in-law died and that um, the anniversary was over the weekend. So, you know, Karina and I have not seen each other for four years um, in person and this has been our, our window into interaction and we've managed to develop and create together. But the last thing, you know, so so you can make connections online but also human in-person connections are, are valuable and important to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do need to remember that you'll get endorphins and your, you know, your whole dopamine system will be lit up, a smile, seeing someone, even just on a walk, smiling at mm-hmm. someone as you're walking by. You would be amazed at how that will boost your energy levels um and again you know the neuroscience behind it just says a smile is worth a million dollars so don't forget don't forget your social connection and i'm and i feel my oxytocin is peaking (laughs) as i'm just like connecting in here with them it's beautiful beautiful and yeah i mean i think you know coming back to where we started is you know we have all this knowledge so, you know, I want to kind of leave with a question for people listening, which is, you know, what is stopping you? You know, if this, yeah. if this story resonates with you or someone, you know, that's close to you, be it at work or at home environment, like what is stopping them? Because, you know, there, there's something serving them at the moment, right? So, you know, if you truly want to change up the situation, what is something small that someone could start? And lead by example. You know, if you have an opportunity to have walking calls or, you know, say, hey, look, I know we normally have a Zoom call or a Teams meet now. How about, you know, I would love to walk walk my dog. Um, how about we, you know, put our earplugs in and yeah, um, AirPods and go for a walk? And people are like, oh, that's a really interesting idea. And seriously, if you don't need, a, you know, graphics, you can take your phone and do some notes if you need, you know, on your walk. Like go to the coffee shop and, hey, have a virtual coffee together, you know, but do that movement. And when I do that, I tend to, you know, like I might do a video on WhatsApp and say, hey, you know, here's, here's Rocky. Here's Rocky, by the way. Um, here's, you know, here's where I'm at. You know, here's the park or the street. You know, I'm just leaving my house. Here's Rocky. And then we chit-chat and then say goodbye. And then, like, and so it's like do your check-in visually and get that connection, that oxytocin, serotonin rising, and then you can, you know, go and go into your, but, you know, it's down to you, you know, it's like no one's going to change the situation unless you, you, not going to be you, <laughs> decide. Yes, you have permission. We're just giving you permission. There's no reason. You don't need to ask anybody else. Just do it. Totally in your hands. And what's one small thing you can do that and just go, you know, this is N equals one experimentation. Like, oh, that felt yeah. good. Maybe I'll do something different. You know? Yeah, and you know, and to use James Clear, the atomic habits guys, oh. um, the, the big changes start with small steps. He does not talk about you know radical change. He says do small things. Do one small thing today and then another and then another. And that's how habit changes. Yeah. So um, small things make a big difference. So, yeah, yeah and, do it. And do my, something. My kind of last sign out would be, you know, your energy is is your, it's kind of like, it's kind of, I want to say like your passport kind of thing. You know, it's like your energy is your identity. And, you know, could you yeah. bring more of that? And that is the piece that 
really connects us as human beings. And so what can you do today to up that energy and, you know, and, and you know, like all the benefits that come from that? So step Fantastic. outside the comfort zone, choose something, let us know how you get on. And, of course, you know, if you want one-on-one with MRI, this is what we do, this is what we love, reach out. We're here to serve. So, yeah. So on that note. Yep, that's a bad work story made good. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Bye.